I think my baby brother is Henry VIII. Written by me, Dale Shaw. And read by me, Jaunty Buckfaster. Episode 10. When last we met, Arthur's baby brother Henry was growing more scary by the day, demanding shanks and chopping the heads off his teddy bears. What could Arthur do? Now we continue. Things have taken a frightful turn, Arthur told Romaley next day at the school, wearing his cagoule, which he put on daily. Poet's note, hello, I am the poet. I join in now and again to explain things, like this. A cagoule is a waterproof coat. OK, that's it, carry on. Did Mrs Nath say a thing about some head removal? Yes, that's right. It was his wives that didn't meet his approval. Now my brother's doing this. His toys, they have no heads. He lopped them off and then did scoff some shanks that I took to his bed. What can I do? Arthur asked Romaley in a panic. My tyrant bruv can't get enough of lamb shanks. It's making me sick. Arthur, you must get a grip and stop these shanky whims. He's just a baby. You must be crazy. You're much, much bigger than him. You're right, said Arthur, feeling bold. I have to show more grit. I'll tell that tot. It's got to stop. I've had enough of it. So that night Arthur headed home, determined to show courage. I can't let that tyke treat me like I'm just some bowl of porridge. Though Arthur heard some shanky shouts, he was no longer frightened. By the baby's bed, he stood and said, Your lamb days are at an end. A smile crossed over Henry's face, a snarl upon his lips. To his pro's disbelief, he stood on his feet with his hands upon his hips. Ha 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 ha, he laughed. Arthur's bravery drained away as he saw his brother standing. How could he not fall and be vertical? It was beyond his understanding. Shanks! Shanks! The baby then did scream and Arthur turned quite pale. With growing dread, he left his brother's bed. He had completely failed. Not Shanks again, his mother wailed. The butcher thinks I'm unstable. No more lamb. It is to be banned from this dinner table. Egg and chips, Dad then said, a grin upon his chops. That sounds ideal, a top-class meal. I'll pop out to the shops. Arthur knew his baby bruv would not take this news well. So he hid in his room, awaiting his doom, trumping with fear. Oh, the smell! Poet's note. Yeah, I know that trumping or farting is not funny or clever or in poems very often, but I felt it was very important in this instance. Shanks! he heard his brother cry. No, Shanks! Arthur then replied. A silence descended. Perhaps this has ended, thought Arthur, continuing to hide. Then Arthur heard a thunderous sound coming across the landing. It made him jump to another trump that almost left him upstanding. 
The door crashed open violently with a huge amount of force. Then Henry flew in whilst bellowing and riding Buster like a horse. And in his chubby baby fist, this could not be ignored. He waved a bit, a popsicle stick that looked just like a sword. Oh, cried Henry to his bro. Ah, screeched Arthur, replying. On his doggy horse, he bounced towards his scared and panicked sibling. Henry chased him around the room until Buster got quite wheezy. And as this hound was large and round, it took, ooh, 30 seconds easy. What's all that noise? Mom inquired. I'll be up there in a tick. The baby sneered, then disappeared with one last shake of his stick. Next time, Arthur decides to add some music to his plan. <laughs>